And so what you'll see on this slide is that uh, I am a planner. So this is my diary from September. Um, you know, there's multiple codes there. You know, I've got about two. There's one for signing. There's one for different parts of my job. There's one for holidays. Like, that is my life, right? So I am a big planner. So whenever I was <laughs> reading through this passage, I was like, uh-oh. You know, we um, are being challenged here about how we plan. But actually, I don't really think that God is saying here, don't plan. Like, just sit back, wing it. God's going to control your life and be, you're going to be a little puppet and he's going to manipulate you and you'll go here and there and it'll all be fine. Because the passage is sort of set in, in the previous bit that comes before, which talks about the battle within our hearts and when we're in a relationship with God. Because part of us wants to plan our own life. And, you know, we all have plans and thoughts for the future. And, but God wants to be involved. That's the thing. Because there's also the will of God to look at. And, but why, why don't we always engage in that? You know, why do we make all these plans and when actually God says, your life is a mess and you don't know what's going to come tomorrow. So why are you making all these plans? So if you just pop on to the next slide, Maddie. So this is my son, Callum. Um, and we bought him a bike for Christmas. Um, and he loved his balance bike. He was like, I have got this time, he's winging a bike. Usually I had my heart in my mouth, which was a bit scary. So we thought, great, we'll get him a bike with pedals. He's going to love it. And he did love it, as you can see, this Christmas day. He's like, I've got a blue bike, it's class, it's got pedals. <laughs> but actually, it was really interesting watching him learn to ride his bicycle. Because he started off, his feet were on the ground, and he just sort of, you know, walked alongside it. And then he completely went off even doing that. And for a while, it became a road painter. Hilarious. So we'd go out to like practice on his bicycle and he would just hold it and push along beside it. And then he'd maybe get on it for a little while, but he wouldn't put his foot at the pedals and then he'd use it as a road painter again. So our walks became significantly longer. <laughs> and then eventually, then he realised that he did get quite a lot of joy from his balance bike and if he could just learn to do this maybe this would give him some joy. So he would get on the bike and we would have to hold him and run along beside him and it would be great. But then he'd be like, no, 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 I don't, I don't want to do it, don't do it, don't, don't trust the bicycle, I don't trust the bicycle. So then he'd have to get off again. And then there just came a moment when we were out in the field and I was holding him and I was running beside him and he just turned to me and says, I'm really getting this mummy. And I was like, you are getting this. And then eventually, then he just cycled. And now, like you want to see him when he's on his bike, it gives him so much joy. And I think that sometimes when we're thinking about making plans for our life and including God in that, sometimes there are sort of prerequisites that you have to have faith in and you have to believe. So you have to believe that God is good. If you have any doubt that God is good, then that's going to be tricky to just get on that bicycle and cycle. And the other thing is, if you're a bit like me and you're a planner, <laughs> then relinquishing control of your own life is really quite difficult. And for Callum, when he was cycling his bicycle, part of it was that he didn't really trust the bicycle to hold him or to hold his weight. But actually what happened was when he had sort of faith in his bicycle and he trusted it and then he cycled, he got so much joy from it. And I think that our life can sometimes be a bit like that, that when we 
believe that God is good and we trust in him and we involve him in our plans and we ask him, you know, what are your plans? What do you have for me? Then it brings us joy. And that's not to say that God's plans are easy. So they're good and they're like, I have faith that they are the best plans for our life. But actually, sometimes they're hard and sometimes they're difficult. Um, But further in this passage is one of my favorite verses in chapter four, where God says, if you come close to him, he will come close to you. So he's not going to abandon you. That bike is not going to collapse. He's going to be with you. And stepping out in faith um, takes a lot, actually, for us. But God tells us that he will be with us. Um, And he also tells us that he's a God that's full of wisdom, you know, and we don't know where to go. Because sometimes that's the other thing. You don't know. You're like, I don't know what you want me to do, God. Like, where do you want me to live? Like, and it can be big decisions or it can be little decisions. But actually, God tells us that he has wisdom um, and he wants to give it freely. So if you ask him for it and you've got faith in him and you don't doubt, then he'll give you that wisdom. Um, And the other thing that I think is actually you kind of learn as, you, as, as we go. So like Callum with his bicycle, you know, he'd seen what the balance bike was like. So he was like, you know, this is fun. And then he would like, you know, put his foot on a pedal and he'd see the pedal wouldn't break. And then he would then cycle a little bit and see that he could balance and the bike wasn't going to fall over. So those little steps in faith build that up. Um, and then the battle of wills maybe gets a bit less. I don't know. I still find it very difficult. But I think that, you know, God wants us to... Um, to ask him because God isn't saying here, you know, you've got this plan for this business, right? You're going to go, you're going to make money. God's not saying that plan is a bad plan. He's not saying that. He's not saying making money is bad or, you know, having this business is bad. But what he's saying is, if it's God's will, then go and do it. So that's kind of the the thing that I wanted to say about that. Um, and I, I've got this book written by Wearsby about James, and he described the will of God in a really lovely way. Um, and he said that the will of God is the living relationship between you and him. So you've got to have a relationship, and that come, uh, kind of works two ways. But it also comes with a little prerequisite. So just the next slide, Maddie, um, which is that he describes life as, or the one before that. Is the one before that? Yes. So life is a bit like this. Um, so it can be really hard to see a way through, especially in your, if you're in the middle of something difficult. Um, and it's fleeting, you know, it's not long. Um, and, you know, it doesn't go the way that we plan. So even though I have all those plans for September, like, who knows? Um, but, you know, two days ago, I had a big plan for this talk. It's hilarious when you're like, oh, just, you know, all this work that Joy's put into this talk. Hilarious. So, um, and I had big plans because, you know, Nathan sleeps for two hours in the day. It's like, dream. Nathan's going to sleep for two hours in the day. Callum will watch some Grace's Amazing Machines and I can sit down and, you know, really engage with the passage and whatever else. And like, you know, I am sure that God wanted me to do that. Like, I have no doubt in my mind that that is important But that is not what happened. And what happened was Nathan did not sleep and I got really stressed and a bit cross with my children. Um, And then, you know, that plan just completely went out the window. And that's only a little thing because actually the other thing that we have all lived through is the pandemic. Like, I remember exactly where I was when Boris Johnson made that announcement that we weren't allowed to leave our home. 
And it, I was a bit like, are we living in a movie? Is this, is this actually going to happen? And the thing is, is that, you know, life is unpredictable. It is chaotic. And then just the last slide, Maddie. But actually, so the beautiful thing about, you know, me, me not being able to prepare for the talk, which I did obviously eventually have a little think about, but um, is that, you know, I took my kids out. Um, the three of us went out. We went up to the wave. We had a really lovely time. And I had quality time with my kids. And I wasn't on my phone. And they got all of me. And that is a good thing. Um, and the other thing is the pandemic. So the pandemic is hard. It still is hard. There have been awful things that have happened. Our whole lives were completely turned upside down. But this is a little picture that I took in the midst of it because I can't even remember what it was. I think it was, it was a cousin or something that was being like, oh, the world's terrible. And I was like, well, the world is pretty terrible. But, but also, so this is just a small picture of a few of the things that happened in the pandemic. So, you know, our windows were filled with rainbows, weren't they? From little kids, like, wanting to have community somehow or other. And, like, that is the most beautiful thing. I don't know whose idea it was, but it was lovely. Um, and the top two pictures are of complete strangers that sewed these things for us at work. So the first one is, like, um, like a little headband because all the masks were making everybody's ears really sore. So these, like ladies in the community just sewed all this stuff so that we, our ears wouldn't get sore. The one is um, like a changing bag so I could take my scrubs home and could throw them in the wash without having to come into any contact with my family or my children. <laughs> the one on the left is our hedge, which no longer looks like this. But um, our neighbours just came round one day, just cut our hedge, just because they, they were being kind. Like, there's absolutely no other reason for it. Um, my nanny, who looked after my kids while I was at work all the time, would send me Mountains of pictures of like, you know, Callum picking flowers for his mummy and stuff. It's very, it's very lovely. Um, and the, <laughs> the other picture it says Roy's weight gaining formula on it. So Callum's uh, teddy bear is called um, Roy and he basically got a hole in him and then Callum continued to pick all the stuffing out of him at night time. Of course he did. Um, and I was like, oh, I was telling them at work about this. I was like, it's really annoying because I don't really know what to do about this. And, like, one of the doctors came in the next day and she just brought all this stuffing for him. And not only did she do that, but she, like, wrote that cute little note on it and stuff. You know, she was really kind. Um, and, you know, like, people worked hard in the NHS, but also the NHS sent me some brownies at one point. That was pretty nice. This was a post that I got from, like, you know, Calm's friends because we couldn't see them very much. They sent us posts in the cards. And then the bottom one is um, of people from church who knitted little hearts that could stay with patients in intensive care and the other one went with their family at home. So, like, you know, it makes me a bit emotional looking at that because those were just small acts of kindness in a terrible time that did make a difference to me in that time. And I think that that is how James ends that passage. So he says, whoever knows the right thing to do and fails to do it, for him it is a sin. And I think, you know, in the midst of trying to work out what God's will is for our life, struggling with actually relinquishing control on that, and with knowing that life is difficult to see through, and it's chaotic, and it's unpredictable, and it's hard, you know, James says there is good to be done. And if we're not looking for it, we don't see it. And it doesn't have to be anything massive. You know, some of those things were quite 
small, but made like such a difference to me. Um, and just when we were singing there, I was thinking about um, the talk this morning that, you know, life is a, a walk, you know, we're walking through it and it is about putting one foot in front of the other, but let's do it with God and with his guidance um, and let's do the good that we see because we are, because sometimes I think, oh, you know, I'd love to be doing this or, you know, I'd love to be there or, but actually, you know, we are just where we are and there's need where we are. Um, and looking for that and seeking God in his will for where we are to bring him glory because we trust that he loves us and he died on the cross for us and he's good um, and those plans that he does have for us are good. So yeah, so I think um, I'm just going to end there and just, uh, you know, just want to encourage you that you know, if you are thinking about what, what God wants you to do, it doesn't have to be massive can be really small and it makes a massive difference and just doing what God wants us to do is important.